You are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Latanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips when you are ready to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, 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 come on in. Welcome to another episode of Spirituality Podcast. Can you believe this is episode 18 of season two? Our first season was 25 episodes and I'm planning to do the same unless God tells me otherwise. I mean, this thing has gone by so fast and I cannot believe it. Listen, Today is Easter Sunday. I'm not sure exactly when you're listening to this, but it is Easter Sunday where this episode is dropping and talk about forgiveness. Come on. He died on the cross so that we might be forgiven. Okay. He forgave us for all of our sins on that day. And so I'm excited about how God is moving in this thing. We're talking about forgiveness on Easter. I hope that you've had some time to enjoy, to rest, whether it was at family safely, hopefully, because it's still still a pandemic out here in these streets, okay? Can I just tell you that I am so excited because the way that God set this up, okay, he just had us complete a healing series, a whole healing series. If you missed those episodes, then please go back and listen to them because healing is where it's at, okay? We need to be healed. And y'all, the Lord was like, okay, so you're talking about healing like I asked you to, but what about forgiveness? And I knew that forgiveness had to come next because oftentimes we can't walk in complete healing because we're walking in unforgiveness, right? So as I prayed about this episode, I'm so excited for our guest because she covered so many things that God had already given me. But there are three things that, you know, I want to share just overall and a tad bit about, you know, my journey of forgiveness as well for this topic. So forgiveness, three things about forgiveness. One, forgiveness is not for the person. It is for you. Forgiveness is for you. Two, you have already been forgiven. So forgiving yourself is a whole vibe. And three, forgiveness should be a part of your daily prayer. Okay. Daily prayer. Forgiveness is not for the person. So if I go back to the first thing, I think closely about uh, my journey with forgiveness and the first time that I really experienced the forgiveness and it was with my dad, my biological father. And, um, and it's so interesting because I never really tell this story at all, but uh, when I, you know, started thinking and praying about this episode, God led me to, you know, he led me, he placed it on my heart. So I was in school for therapy and in order to become a therapist, you have to go to therapy. And so I was in a group session and, um, and they were asking about, you know, parents and childhood and things of that nature. And I'm like, nope, I don't have any issues, um, with, um, with forgiveness. And then they brought up my dad. And so my dad had been in and out of my life. He hadn't been consistent at all. Um, he was in and out of prison and it came to a place where I thought, okay, well, he's in prison now. So 
you know, I have access to him technically, you know, he ain't going nowhere. So I decided that, um, that I would work on my forgiveness journey with him, not even, you know, realizing until going to therapy that, you know, I had this unforgiveness. And so I wrote him a four page letter, straight Aaliyah style. I'm writing you a four page letter. (laughs) I wrote a four page letter and I sent it to the prison. Okay. And in that letter, I basically forgave. I like named situations. Um, I completely freed myself and felt so much peace after doing so. And so after that, um, we started communicating while he was in prison and, um, and, you know, just worked through our relationship that way. But during that time, I didn't realize that I was harboring, you know, these feelings of unforgiveness until later, right? So that was my first journey with forgiveness. I've also had a very recent one, like in the last couple of years where I was holding on to something and um, I had a really, really hard time forgiving in this situation. And it wasn't until I started praying for the person, which stay tuned for the application because woo, when I started praying for the person, then I shifted how I thought about the forgiveness journey, right? I was able to pray into the person and into their lives. And in return, it freed me, you know, it freed some things for me. And so listen, forgiveness is not for the person. Forgiveness is for you so that you might be free. Okay. The second thing was that forgiveness you've already been forgiven. You've already been forgiven yourself. And so one of the things that we often do um, as a people is we don't forgive ourselves for things, right? We hold on to guilt. We hold on to something we did or something that we didn't do, or, you know, we live in regretful states. And if God has already forgiven you for that thing, there is no need for you to hold on to it, right? He has already let it go. So why are you still living in it if he's already let it go? Sometimes we have to sit down with our heavenly father and and make a decision in that prayer to say, God, I forgive myself. I forgive myself because I know that you have already forgiven me and walk freely in that state, right? And even if there are people who are attached to that situation or that thing that you did or you did not do, then you, you pray for their hearts too, that they might forgive. But the forgiveness again is for you, all right? And that third thing was forgiveness, should be a part of your daily prayer. One of the things that I talk about when I talk about the ACTS method of prayer, um, A-C-T-S, that ACTS method is actually an episode um, about praying from the first season. And it's also in the devotional journal. Have you gotten your journal yet? Go ahead and grab your journal. The link is in the show notes, but the ACTS method is in there. And the C in the ACTS method stands for confession. That means confessing any sins, confessing anything to, you know, God in that prayer, right? And that confessing is also seeking God for forgiveness. It's seeking God for forgiveness and repenting of anything knowingly or unknowingly. When I pray now, I don't have anything and I'm like, oh yeah, I know I did this. So, you know, let me go ahead and see, you know, repentance and forgiveness for that. But I'm often asking God, you know, for anything that I don't know, for, you know, anything that I said or did, it hurt someone's feelings or bring it back to my um, attention so that I know, you know, and, and seek forgiveness for it. So forgiveness should be a part of your daily prayer, daily prayer. All right. 
as I begin to think about the the harsh reality that forgiveness can really hold us back, right? If we if we aren't walking in forgiveness, I really go back to, you know, this infilling service that I had. And one of the things that Mother Terry, who was an intercessor on the call, who has such an amazing gift, she was talking about forgiveness. And if you haven't forgiven, then oftentimes you can't receive the gift of Holy Spirit. I've prayed with people before and they didn't receive the gift. And sometimes that is because they are harboring unforgiveness in their hearts, malice in their hearts, and it prevents them from breaking free, right? During that, um, that Holy Spirit session or in the place where, you know, they want to speak in tongues, but it's like, it's really, really hard for them because they haven't forgiven. So just know that, you know, unforgiveness can hold you back from, you know, getting everything that God has for you because you're holding on to things and we don't want that. Okay. So listen, this episode is so good. Um, I know it's good because the enemy tried to come in with the recording. The enemy tried to come in with the sound and everything. So it might sound a little bit lower than normal, but go ahead and crank your volume up because Sharita is here to tell us so, so much about forgiveness and whoo, it's good. She done stepped on my toes as well. So let's move on to the E. Let's hear about this experience. Sharita Thompson is a wife and mom to three beautiful, strong-willed children. She is a full-time stay-at-home mom. She is also the author of They Changed Me, The Transforming Power of Unconditional Love. Sharita is the owner of They Changed Me Apparel and They Changed Me Marriage Blog, where she discusses everyday issues wives and moms face in the home and how faith in God can change what appears impossible. Sharita is also a licensed life and health insurance agent. So, Sharita, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. You are so welcome. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to have you, especially for a topic like this, forgiveness, okay? Something that we all have to go through. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. So, tell us about your experience with forgiveness. Well, what a journey that has been for me. Um, I'm, I'm grateful that um, God has blessed me with just the, I do believe that my experience um, growing up and learning what it means to forgive someone has always been a part of my life. And so I, I when I think of forgiveness, I think of extending grace to somebody else. And I think um, it was not until I became a mother that I truly understand the true meaning of forgiveness. And, um, but also the fact that I finally got to a place where I understand based on scriptures that if I don't forgive someone that has sinned against me, my heavenly father cannot forgive me as well. And so the moment I got to that place where I understood that in the fullest sense of the word, I think it almost like a light switch just went off in my head, like, Oh, you, there is no way you can live your life as a Christian and not forgive someone. Knowing yeah. that the word says, if you don't forgive your brothers that sin against you, your heavenly father cannot forgive you. And I was just like, wow, it's almost as if if I don't forgive you, 
the very prayer that I prayed to God, it stopped at my roof. It can't yeah. go anywhere else. And That's so over. just the realization of that was when my true understanding of forgiveness came to life. Listen, that is an amazing uh, revelation, right? When you really begin to understand like, man, holding myself back from things because I haven't forgiven, right? I'm holding on to other things. I think interesting that you said when you had children, you know, that something about your forgiveness uh, shifted or changed in that perspective. What was it about when you had children? I think it's grace. I, I think grace ties in with forgiveness for me. Um, when you look at your child and or your children and you realize that when they do something opposite to what you tell them to do, and then they run to, and you said, I am so disappointed that you do that, you did that. And they run to you and they say, I'm sorry. As a parent in that moment, naturally you just say, it's okay. Mm. It's okay. And I think the realization of that's exactly what God does for me every waking moment. That's because true. God, remember, God is our father. He's our heavenly father. For those who do not have mothers or sisters or grandparents, or God is everything to us. And we know what sin is. And we know that sin separates us from God. But we also know that when we go to Christ and say we are sorry, he says, I forgive you. He said, I wash you as white as snow. He said, I remember your sins no more. But we sometimes don't truly understand the magnitude of that. But when I say to my child, it's okay. Yeah. The moment he turn around, that love for that child, for my child, goes right back to the very same place as though he never did anything that made me disappointed in him. And that's yeah. exactly how God treats us. Hallelujah, God. Let me, whoo, I feel that thing in my spirit. That that's what God does every time every we time. Up, run to him and say, I'm sorry. Um, and that also means you got to say you're sorry. You got to repent now. You got to repent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So as we think about just your forgiveness journey overall, you know, how has that changed the trajectory of your kingdom walk? Man, um, you know, I'll share a little bit about my life with you. So my mom died when I was very young. I was um, seven years old, seven, eight going, yeah, about eight years old. Mm -hmm. And so after the passing of my mother, um, you know, my life became what I call a topsy-turvy. It's just, it was chaotic. I, I just moved from place to place, searching, hoping to find somebody that's going to love me and care for me. And in that journey of searching, I experienced some stuff that no child needed to experience. Yeah. And um, some of praise God, it didn't it didn't break me. It did not break me. And so I I know as a Christian and as an adult know that even during those journey that Christ was always protecting me. But you know, as a child, that yearning for your parents and that love, you're still looking for it. You're still hoping to find it someplace. But the hurt and the pain that was inflicted upon me as a child, when I look back now and I look at those individuals, I have zero um, hatred in my heart for them. And I am just so thankful because 
what I do now, when I look at those situations, I said, God, you are preparing me for the life that I am living now, because now what I went through is now a testimony. It's a testimony because I have gone through the test and I've passed the test. And so I can come and share with somebody and say, listen, what you were born into, what you experienced as a child doesn't have to break you. It's how you see the situation and how you work through those situations. I had to get to a place where I realized that I had to forgive every single individual mm -hmm. that hurt me, not only for myself, but also for them. Yeah, that's good. Because the Bible you have to forgive them. And he said, if your brother sin against you 70 times seven and he comes back in the same day, you have to, and they ask you, you have to forgive them. Yeah. But not only that, I had to get to a place where I realized that if you hang on to pain and anger, mm -hmm. it, it, it physically yeah. deteriorates your body. It mentally eats away at you. You are so angry. Mm -hmm. And that those anger and resentment doesn't just stop with you. It exudes from who you are and it infiltrates everything and everybody else around you. So rather than leaving myself in that place, and let me tell you, I take no credit for it. Yeah. Absolutely none. Because we know that we cannot do anything in our own strength. It's only by the grace of God that I was able to get to a place where I can say the struggles I can celebrate now, the pain mm -hmm. I can celebrate, the hurt that was inflicted on me, it made me a stronger person. I can say thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I have to thank you because maybe your intention was for bad, mm -hmm. but God made it something good come on and so i thank you very much for evil okay god used it yeah. for good for good yeah because look at me today i am i'm able to share my testimony to encourage somebody else and listen not all the the pain that was inflicted was intentional either sometimes and it was just last week that god revealed that to me you got to remember Sometimes when people inflict pain and hurt on you, it's because they themselves don't know better. And that was something that was done to them. And so you have to see them in that light. And that's where the grace comes in. And when you are able to do that, it, it makes it easier for you to forgive someone who has hurt you. And I am grateful that God was able, well, not God was able. I'm, I'm grateful that I listened to what the Holy Spirit was saying because it, it allows me to live a life free from hate, a life free from bondage. Because let me tell you, when people hurt you and you have not forgiven them, you have given them so much power over you. You just see them and you can feel your blood and your spirit just boiling. And so you have to take that power back from individuals who have hurt you, but the only way for you to take that power back is by forgiving them. And if I'm speaking to Christians, I have to say, you gotta remember there is no way you can claim to be a Christian. And every day you wake up and say, you don't like somebody because what they have done to you. Really? It's counterproductive to what God says we have to do. Mm -hmm. I, and I, and I can't stress this anymore. I just believe it's it's one of the most 
fundamental principles of our Christian journey is recognizing that you cannot hold on to unforgiveness because everything you do from there on, because if God, if God cannot forgive you, He's saying, if you cannot forgive somebody, I cannot forgive you. Then what type of life are you living as a Christian? You're living in a perpetual sinning. Because every day you wake up and you can't forgive somebody. God is saying, when you come to me, I can't forgive you. So what are you doing then? Just a perpetual sinning. And so you have to get to a place where you realize one of the fundamental um, believe and concept or principles of, of the Christian journey is getting to a place where you can forgive others and not only others, but you have to forgive yourself. You're speaking a word now. Just, just last week or this week, I wrote a post that says, if you can't forgive yourself, how do you expect Christ to forgive you? And a lady respond by saying, I didn't know I was supposed to forgive myself. I thought you only forgive others. And I'm saying, yeah, but look at the life that we live. We beat ourselves up every day for the things that we have done wrong. And sometimes these things are way in our past, but they become bondage. And not only do they separate us from our loved ones, they separate us from God because you cannot truly accept God's forgiveness because you don't think you are worthy of forgiveness. You are preaching now. Listen. That's a whole word. I mean, even if I had to go back and, and, you know, one of the things that you were saying was just about how it wasn't that they had bad intentions. It was just what they knew, right? So sometimes it's forgiving people for not knowing or for not understanding or for not having, you know what I mean? Their own wisdom and knowledge and maturity, you know, to, to do something different. So I love that you said that. And I love, 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 you know, the concept of forgiving yourself because sometimes we can drown ourselves in our own guilt. Absolutely. Um, and that's not what God wants. And doesn't that separate us from God? Yes, absolutely. Because then, you know, when we're holding on to things like that and we're feeling guilty, then we we can't get healed. I just finished a, a healing series. We can't be healed if we're holding on to those things, right? And we, we feel guilty or we feel like we deserve what we're getting yeah absolutely and guess what even when 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 somebody does something to you that was not even supposed to be done to you you then say well I guess I did something so I deserve that no Mm. no you don't yeah that's so good you have to see yourself worthy the way God sees you and a lot of times we are not able, when we cannot forgive ourselves, we can see how God sees us. So we don't think we're worthy of forgiveness. We don't think we're worthy of love. We don't think we're worthy of these things. But that's because we're holding on to the things that we, the mistakes that we made. And you can't forgive yourself of those mistakes. That's good. Y'all, we got to work and walk in forgiveness. Walk in forgiveness. Listen, when I think about just practical tips, because spirituality is all about practical tips. It ain't deep. When I think about those practical tips, you know, I would love for you to share, you know, what are some practical tips, you know, to really help people walk in forgiveness and really understand why it's important. I think you have to look at grace in order for you to forgive somebody. You have to look at the grace that was extended to you. And I think for me, when I realized that I have done so many things that were hurtful to other people, 
when I recognize the many times I have sinned against God and the grace that was extended to me. And when I think of practical, I'm thinking of making yourself the it. When you look at yourself, you have to see, I made mistakes. Somebody forgave me. If I am expecting somebody to forgive me practically, I have to say then, okay, I can forgive somebody when they made a mistake, when they sin against me. And another thing too, and I think is one of the, probably one of the most difficult, well, it's not difficult, but <laughs> for some it is. Okay, so we, we have a better understanding of what it is. So I'm not gonna minimize what somebody's journey is by saying it's not difficult because it is yeah. difficult because I wasn't always here. Right. It took years to get here. So I'm not gonna pretend like, oh, I just pop up and I was here. And so it is, it does take work. It takes practice. It takes commitment. And so when you're thinking of forgiveness, when that person or that thing, well, that person who hurts you pops up in your mind, you have to, in that moment, say, God, I am hurting. I am mad. I am frustrated. I am angry. But I'm asking you to take this away from me. I'm asking you to give me a spirit of love and a spirit of forgiveness. The Bible says we don't even have the will to do what is good. So we cannot do anything on our own. And we do understand that these are natural emotions we have. That when somebody hurts us, naturally we, we, we want to retaliate. Absolutely. But as we as we go on this Christian journey, we got to realize that whenever those feelings comes up, because they do come up because we're human, mm-hmm. you have to give them to God. Yeah. And the only way to give it to him is by talking yourself into giving it to him. Yeah. So you have to tell him, this is what I'm feeling. This is how this situation and this person makes me feel. I know that this is not how you want me to feel. And I know if I feel this way, it separates me from you. And if my desire is to make it into your kingdom, I refuse to make anybody or anything take me away from your kingdom and away from you. Talk yourself into it. Talk yourself through it. Talk. Some of us have to write our way out of it. I told people I wrote my way out of these things. I was writing even before I knew I was a writer. Really? (laughs) Because I was always journaling, journaling, everything. I was journaling, journaling, journaling. I didn't even call it journaling. I was just writing because God, my kids are stressing me out. The job is stressing me out. I want to stay home and take care of my kids. I was writing the writing my way out of those things. And so some of us can talk our way out of it. Some of us can write our way out of it. Some of us can pray our way out of it. Yeah. You have to figure out what works for you to stay connected to Christ. And yeah. like I said, don't give anybody the power to let you miss out on the kingdom of God. Take Ooh. it back. think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear to go over to apple go over to spotify go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast come on y'all i need some fives i need five stars so rate the podcast 
put a review in. Let me know what you're thinking because that is how this podcast will rise to the top and I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you. That's a challenge, you know, don't <laughs> the power. You know, I love that you said, you know, you, you can go to God and you, you just really talked about, even though you never said the word acknowledge that this is what I'm feeling. This is how this situation makes me feel. And I'm telling you, it does take a lot of acknowledgement of that because sometimes we want to think that we're over it. We want to think that we, you know, have forgiven this person. Um, but sometimes those feelings still creep up, right? So acknowledging that is just so important to really move in that forgiveness. I love it. Mm. And I think another thing too, as Christian, we um, it, it might sound funny to say it, but recognizing that forgiveness is, is not just saying I forgive you. If I can speak to a couple who is listening or will listen to this program, when you you don't just say, oh, I forgive you because you want to shut the person up to just quash your conversation or quash the, the confrontation or the whatever. That's not what forgiveness is. Christ says, when I forgive you, I remember your sin no more. He says, I put you back to the preposition that you were before you sin against me. When you sin or when somebody sin against you, when you forgive them, if you see them the next minute, whatever it is that they did against you, it shouldn't be there no more. Those emotions. And people be like, but we're human. That is not, that's not possible. But I'm telling you, by the grace of God, the Bible says all things are possible. But I'm telling you, it takes work to get there. It takes work. It takes commitment. It takes persistence. It takes dedication and a complete surrender to Christ. But I'm telling you, it is possible to get there because if we say we want to live a life that reflects Christ here on this earth, you have to do what Christ did. Right. They, have him on the cross. Yeah. they had him on the cross. And just before he took his last breath, he said, I forgive them, right? Mm, right here on this Easter Sunday. <laughs> Listen. Forgiveness is putting the person back to the preposition as though they never sin against you. My God. Ooh, it is possible. You stepping on my toes right now. Put them back to the preposition. Huh. Yeah, I know they never sin against Ooh. you. Y'all, forgiveness is some hard work, okay? <laughs> heart, not hard, but hard. No. Yes. hard work. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Well, you have gotten to a place where you have really, it, I mean, you can, you can hear the maturity. You can hear, you know, how you have, you know, really grown through places um, in your life where forgiveness needed to take place. Um, if you think about your spiritual journey and your spirituality, in what area have you grown the most? Grace. Mm. And I'll tell you why, grace. I remember when I finally got to a place where I was just like, I cried. I literally cried, bawled my eyes out. When I remember it was 2019 and I was in Tennessee and that's kind of where everything for me came full, full circle. I call Tennessee my mountaintop experience because it was in Tennessee that I experienced grace, love, forgiveness, um, transformation in its full entirety. 
And grace for me is the thing that when I look back on my life and I think of where I could be because of all that I did, let me tell you, and God never gave up on me. When I say he never gave up on me, I want to, I'm like, I'm glad I have my glasses on so you can't see the tears behind my glasses. (laughs) When I think about what God did for me because of the trajectory of where my life was heading. And today I can stand before anybody and say, if God saved me, Mm -hmm. he can save you. The, 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 The life of the world seems beautiful when you're in the world yeah but you see the moment you come into yeah. christ yeah and you begin to look back at all that you did Ooh. and you can think of you could have died okay you could have gotten some disease yeah you could have somebody could have just the list just goes on and on you you look at the the, the life you probably could have been living okay the sacrifice you gave up of your body when you when you engage in activities that are outside the will of christ and god protected you even then mm-hmm. let me tell you i just made a reel about this on instagram that's how serious it is god you saved me you never you never took your hands off of me not one single moment all those many times thousands of times I stepped outside of your will you kept your hands on me because you said you are my child and my desire is to see you in my kingdom but the only thing is that God knows the beginning from the end see I couldn't even know I I I couldn't see past what I can't even see past what I'm saying no I didn't even know what I was going to say and so said, hmm, you love me that much to extend this much grace to me. Ooh, I'm telling you, it's so weird. The, the sacrifice he made for me made sense now. Yeah. It came full circle. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, I tell you, like, it just sounds like you have gone through um, different seasons in your life. And if you had to think about one word that describes this season and what God is teaching you in this season of your life, what would that be? Praise. Yes. Praise. All I have is praise. Suffering, trials, struggles, tribulation, whatever word you want to put to it, hardship, uh, vacillation between faith and this the struggling of my spirit with my with my flesh praise i'm at a place in my life where and you know the bible say careful what you say <laughs> you can't even think of it. right be careful what you ask for <laughs> you definitely think you reach where you are right let you fall but let me tell you that's not what god is saying i'm saying i see everything as praiseworthy in my life I I find a reason to give God thanks Um, my son I was taking my son to school and I was rushing because I was late right and he didn't close the door I should have closed the door but he didn't and I didn't and I reversed the truck and it slammed in the garage door and knocked the door right broke dead the door Uh uh-oh uh-oh and I got out and I said thank you God or a car was gone for like a month 
we're climbing over one side of the car to get into it because since December, because of COVID, the parts hasn't come in for my cars yet. Oh, wow. But let me tell you, that morning I got out of the car and all I said was, thank you. You know why I said thank you? It was raining. I was late. Guess what I was going to do to get him to school on time? Speed. Ooh. I find a reason in my life to give God praise because I said, there is a reason and a purpose for everything that happens to me. Everything that happens in my life, you're, it's divinely orchestrated. Absolutely. And if I see my life as God divinely orchestrated, what is it to worry about? It's swelling in praise. Yes. I'm not going to pretend like some days I don't get out of, you know, you get worried because naturally those, those are um, emotion, natural human emotions to have. Right. But I don't, I'm at a place where I don't stay in that state of being anymore. That's good. Wow. Because when I get there, I can say, God, you have a reason. And even if I don't know it, I'm still going to give you praise until you show me what your reason and your purpose is. That's good. Hold somebody <laughs> praise in this season of your life, even when things are happening that you had no idea what happened and you yeah. know, uh, trials and tribulations, just praise, praise your way through. Woo, this has been so amazing. Oh my gosh, you have really taken us on a journey of your forgiveness and you know what the Bible says about forgiveness and how we need to walk in forgiveness. Uh, man, how can people find you? Tell us about you know what you offer, your products and services, where we can find you on social media. Well, um, my Facebook, Instagram is mostly where I, I spend a lot of my time. So um, my, my, my username is They Change Me. And um, everything is together. They change me. And if you can't find me, you can look me up by my name. It's Sharita Thompson, F-H-E-R-I-T-A and Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. You're going to see a whole lot of pink on my page. <laughs> and um, I do have a blog. It's called They Change Me Again, where I discuss everyday issues wives and moms face in the home and how faith in God can change what seems impossible. And I also have my shop that is attached to my blog and you can find cute little mom shirts because I am a stay-at-home mom. So I do get to experience the ups and downs and the ins and outs and the highs and lows and the struggles and the fun of motherhood. And so I have some quirky little shirts like, you know, if I'm a mom, um, I'm a mom, you can do it. You know, I also have some very Christian um, scripture based shirts also on there. And I do have some other things that remind you that God is still writing your love story for those young ladies and men out there who are still looking for that one special person. If you are <laughs> still writing your love story and to top it off, um, my favorite thing is my book. So my book was just released. This is what, maybe my third week of my book being released. And again, see, they changed me, the transforming power of unconditional love. And that's where I talk about finally getting to a place where I truly accept the love of God for what it is and that I do not have to be perfect for Christ to love me and truly accepting the love through my husband and my children because for a long time because I was always searching for that love I felt like I needed to do something in order to receive it 
And I finally got to a place where I realized that that's not the case. And Ooh. so I just kind of share my journey that's and good. how I, <laughs> and through that, I wrote letters to my, my, my husband and uh, my children and their future spouse and God just saying, thank you very much for loving me when I wasn't um, deserving of your love, but nonetheless, you, you didn't give up on me. Amazing. Oh my gosh. So y'all, I will leave all <laughs> of the links in the show notes to the book, the blog, the Instagram <laughs> and everything. And there is definitely a lot of pink on that page. That must be your favorite color. So I love it. Yeah. Uh, I love I love the book cover with uh, the pink dress. It is hot, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love it. Well, this has been so amazing. I thank you so, so much for joining us on Spirituality Podcast. We got to move on to this A because there are some things for us to try. So let's move on to the A. We made it to the A. Listen, wasn't that good? Her experience with forgiveness is so amazing. And there was something that she said that really aligns with what God was sharing with me about this application. And it is that, you know, sometimes people don't even know that they have toxic traits and they begin to respond from that place of toxicity. And they also respond from a place of trauma, which in turn hurts us, right? Hurt people, hurt people. And so this application is really going to stretch you, um, hopefully, <laughs> because there are some things that um, that need to happen as a result of, you know, knowing this new information, right? They responded from that place where they didn't even know that, you know, or maybe they did know, but uh, but oftentimes they, resp- they responded from that place of trauma. So there are three parts to this application. The first thing I want you to do is to go back to that situation, that person in particular, um, where you need to forgive, right? So going back, you're traveling back there in your mind and you're intentionally going to, you know, really begin to think about these things, the hurt you felt, the pain you felt, all of those things, right? So you're opening up um, a wound essentially. And then, especially if there was a person or maybe even an entity involved, I want you, second step, to think about the trauma, to go back to that person's trauma, to go back and really consider what that person was responding from. Maybe they were responding from a place of hurt. Maybe they were responding from a place of brokenness. Maybe they were responding because of a spirit that was operating in them. So you're opening back up that experience, that wound, that place of unforgiveness. Then you're assessing, you know, what was it that was at work? What traumatic experience was operating there, you know, for that person? And really begin to imagine maybe even their childlike selves, right? Um, Because if they were responding from that place of trauma, obviously it's linked to an experience that they may have had, okay? So now you're considering what was it about that person? What was it that that person had experienced that caused them to respond in that way, right, in this situation? And the third thing is prayer, now, this prayer is very specific. Um, well, not the prayer itself, but the uh, the amount of time is very specific. This is exactly what I did to walk myself through a forgiveness situation. And it was hard, but I had to do it. So I want you to pray for the person 
for at least seven days, the next seven days, go ahead and start today. The first day is the hardest. The second day is hard too, but eventually it gets easier. So go ahead and start today. Pray for that person, okay? And this isn't just a seven day prayer, one prayer day. No, this is for the next seven days. Pray at least two times a day, once in the morning and once at night for at least 30 minutes. I know it sounds like a lot. Pray for the person for the next seven days, two times a day for at least 30 minutes. Let me tell you something. It was a whole struggle when I had to do it, but each day got easier. You begin to pray into this person so much that you start to believe that, okay, listen, the way I don't pray for you, listen, you should have tons of things, okay? Now, I will say that when I prayed about this specifically, um, the Lord showed me that for me, it was definitely, you know, this that shifted my entire heart posture toward the person. And then I had to ask God, you know, Father, does this mean I need to say something? Does this mean I need to communicate with them? Does this mean that, you know, and for me specifically, it wasn't that. I know we talked about restoring them back to the place where, you know, they once were. Well, ask God about that. Ask God, you know, what that relationship is supposed to to look like now. Ask God to help you see and envision what a renewed relationship with this person um, is going to look like. Because it may not be that there is one at all. You know, it may be that, you know, you don't have to, you're not communicating with them or anything of that nature, but there is, you know, you all are cordial. But again, forgiveness is for you. Okay. Is that a stretch? It sounds like a stretch. It was a stretch for me, but you got this. Okay. And if you need to contact me, sign on in my DM, send me an email. All of my information is in the show notes and I am here to listen. All right, go get them. So just as we end every episode, I want to end with a prayer. So Father God, thank you. Lord, we thank you for who you are, Lord. You, Lord, you are the alpha and omega, God. You are the beginning and the end. Father God, you are everything in between. Lord, I thank you for this episode. I thank you for everything that has been stated here on today. I thank you that as a result, oh God, that someone begins to move in forgiveness, that someone begins to understand where they are with the forgiveness process. And Father, that you come in, oh God, and heal every broken place, oh God, any place, oh God, of unforgiveness. Lord, I thank you now, Lord, that as we move forward in this journey, oh God, that we free ourselves. Thank you, God, that we begin to free ourselves. I declare and decree that we'll begin to move in in a new level of forgiveness, oh God, where things can can brush off of our shoulders, oh God, and roll down our backs, oh God, because we are already forgiven in you. Father God, I thank you for releasing any guilt any doubt, anything that is on us, oh God, that does not align with your will, with your way and with your word. Father God, I thank you now, oh God, for what you're doing in this season, oh God, because we know that forgiveness is what's going to unlock new doors, oh God, new doors and opportunities for us to walk in our heavenly languages, oh God, walk freely in our gifts, oh God, and walk freely in the healing that you have already bestowed upon us. So Father, thank you for every listener on today who has decided that today is the day, oh 
oh God, that they begin to pray into their future, that they begin to pray into that forgiveness place, oh God, so that they might break free. Mm for any bondage and any stagnation that is on their life. Lord, thank you for who you are. God, you are amazing. We adore you and we thank you, oh God. We thank you for giving your only son, oh God, to die for us so that we might be forgiven. In Jesus name I pray, amen. Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone that is connected to spirituality. It is because of you that this podcast is prosperous. Speaking of prosperous, if you would like to sow a seed into spirituality or Dr. Latanya Moore, feel free to send it via cash app at the Dr. Moore. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. I appreciate you so much for joining this journey with me. So follow the journey by hitting subscribe, share the podcast, and follow me on Instagram at the Dr. Moore. You can also hit me up in you know, my Gmail. Just send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur, listen, I would love to partner with you. Send me a message and let's connect. This is about to be epic.